welcome back to my lovely HP community. Today we have some table talk for my lovely 5DC mystics and anyone who is a self-empowered individual who's looking to become their more enlightened version. So an integrated mind, meaning your left and right modality working together. So tending to your implicit and the temperature. So basically learning to be mindful having the ability to sit with your emotions for a minute, the adaptive child, calm the adaptive child down, and then talk. And that is where 5D comes into the mix. So sharing, not with shame, blame, fault, or revenge. If any of those equations are in the mix, if you're trying to control a situation, if you are looking to prove you're right, that's the first stop. So if you're trying to prove you're, you're right, you're an adaptive child emotionally, doing things and that's cognitive dissonance it can lead to this it can lead to confirmation bias it can lead to you just continuously creating disruption versus repair or growth or expansion it's not enlightened because you're not speaking from a place that wants to enlighten you're speaking from a place that wants to be right the child wants to be right it's a two-year-old and this is how we're going to break this down right now and if you want to be the grown-up version of you emotionally, a functional adult that is managing their right brain stuff that comes up, so you're managing your temperature, it's not about suppressing the anger, it's not about toxic negativity or positivity, it's about you with your body, with your mind, mindfulness, being aware, pausing to breathe and pausing to say, okay, body, we can process what's coming up. We're not going to use it because we don't want to use the agitated component it's unnecessary furthermore it's actually blocking you from being the adult version and clearing your mind so the sooner you can practice this on your own no shame no blame no revenge no getting you know oh let me shame myself for getting into this no no that's not shaming yourself it's let me remember i'm a person i have feelings that i can learn to bring in a way of a mature adult and it will be enriching you in that moment are able to put into practice your ventral vagal nervous system response because you're saying calm down body of mind brain of mind and i'm saying calm means you're allowing yourself to note the charge of your body and allow yourself to okay get to zero for a minute it's your effort that will allow you to have this mastery it's the mental and emotional plane mastery, which a 5D person will easily access because 5D means oneness consciousness because you're using your brain as your masculine, your body as your feminine in a space of enlightenment. So in a space of love, which means you're going to move into, it's okay to be me, you're you, let me again respectfully step back, pause and speak to you in a way that is not, I want to be right, you're wrong. That is egoic talk. It's not good or bad. It's your adaptive child. You're not going to be in a 5DC modality in any way, shape, or form. There is no enlightenment that will come from that interaction. There is you and another and then potentially a debate if, if it goes well. Or potentially for some, it ends up being rupture, which is very sad. The table talk is about <clears throat> differences coming together in ways that are not argumentative 
it's in the ways of a 5dc person again is actually a person who understands that we are all different individuals with different emotions that run the show until you're running the show because you got your right brain hemisphere your emotions not in a shame bind you understand that you can have safety behaviors that you have yet to master so you have yet to bring the full functional adult online it requires your effort to create mindfulness in your own self and then have also relational mindfulness thank you terry real that means that you will learn to be mindful of other people's emotions so you choose all on your own that you do care about being mindful of how you interact with another because you care about not hurting their feelings some people they don't care because they begin to segment their self into an identity and they merge with that and they stay rigid because they have their rigid leaders who say ah this is what it's like to be this and here they like that identity it fits their adaptive child emotional responses safety behaviors everything and they're like ah, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna look like this person i want to talk like this person i want to be this person and i want to change because i want to be like that so they don't work on their shame cycle. They don't work on empowering anything. They don't work on becoming themselves because their identity is saying, I want to look like that and ignoring, I feel in my body these charge states that I could tend to. And then they say, well, no, the movies say so. The generalized statements say so. And, and so again, there's different ways a person who's not a 5DC person will justify the charge stuff that comes up. And that's, a shame cycle because it's the minute that you're justifying the temperature in the room and not becoming mindful of the person in front of you that you have allowed your own limbic system to rule based on your emotional preferences which are dictated again by a past that you have yet to take a look at it yeah 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 so i don't want to go down too much of this path long story short 5d is always about harmony and love and grown-up talk we don't use our energy, our emotions in a way that is going to create more charge. So you become, as a 5D person, a safe harbor and a great launching pad for your loved ones and for yourself, of course. And this is no strings attached. Relationships move wherever they want to move because of the effort of two and or more people who decide to be mindful of each other. And if not, all people moving into their functional adults at least you the 5dc person will be that person in your group and so on and so forth but really it's not even about that you're choosing to be the adult version of you you're just choosing to be yourself in a mature way it's very simple keep it simple because that's what it is integrated mind restorative embodied self it's actually our human nature Thank you, mental health good professionals, for sharing all of the information up till date with neuroscience, psychotherapy, the good ones. And I'm thinking of Daniel Siegel, Peter Levine, Stephen Porges, Janina Fisher. I know I'm forgetting someone. Uh, Bezel Vanderkolk. Thank you. And ICABM with all the people that are there. Chris Willard is one that comes to mind. Albert Wong from my Somatopia Trauma Educational Certificate. I got also a someone chris from my awakened embodied certificate program but also just all the instructors all the people in the somatics trauma field the neuroscience patrick mcnamara 
physics to Sabine, I forget her how to pronounce her last name, but existential physics, lovely Sadhguru, of course, we would not be in a space of having the opportunity to further support people's inner well-being if yoga and spirituality had not become such a fad. And uh, thank goodness we have Sadhguru for people who want to move into their spirituality, soul age group, and or just people who begin that journey, they will find themselves becoming mindful and practiced in their restorative embodied self at some point. If they move into their enlightenment soul, age group will see them walking with the people amongst the people and not, you know, hiding away in communes that is not good or bad. But some people, they decide to become complete mergers. And so you're only one identity and we'll see them flock and just be away from everybody else because they don't want to mingle and tingle with some of us. That's something that it's not good or bad it just is i don't want to go live in the mountains for example so you, you know i won't be found there but i know plenty of people that have moved into the mountains and are living and doing stuff in that way because they feel happy there and that's where the spirituality soul age group as we were talking about in the 5d mystics episode the other day and the middle group as well, the holistics who are naturopaths and spiritual only, so metaphysics, esotericism, astrology, only thinking about doing anything related to personal development with spirituality in the forefront. The forefront is where you can tell there's preferences versus embracing all of the topics, so spirituality, spiritual and human and bringing them all to the forefront and not having them in one, two, three categories because that's silly. These are all subject matters. The 5D person who's using an integrated mind, but also the enlightenment soul age group person who's in that integrated mind and the restorative embodied self and is a differentiated self. So we look to information with Maha Samadhi Samadhi because we're not taking it and saying, oh, now this is my identity. Oh, I'm only these pieces of information. No, we're like, oh, these are really great data points. Wow, look at how much stuff I've learned. Oh my gosh, let me learn this, let me learn this. So we're consistently smart, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, and teachable. We may not look rational to people who don't know what it's like to be a mystic, but that's where we are understanding of that. And we appreciate for sure the institutions that hold individuals that are 5d educators they are bringing together more than one discipline and as they continue doing that they're having a positive effect on their entire subject matter so like daniel siegel with interpersonal neurobiology he's had a profound and important effect on the entire mental health community worldwide he has conferences and he teaches to mental health professionals about the mind. Because when he began his journey, he wanted to drop out. He wanted to leave because he said, they're not even doing things with the mind in mind and they're saying we're mental health professionals, but they're not actually caring. And his life partner said, well, how about instead of leaving, you do something? How about you make that difference? And here's where you know people who support you they will say to you, keep doing what you're doing. I believe in you. I'm sure that you can. And then really what it is, is they embrace the differentiated selves together. See, so that person 
who's this life partner he uses the word he, he says my life partner told me what about you making a difference instead of dropping out and that is where she i believe it's a she uh, embodied what he stands for not because she embodies it necessarily i don't know anything about her but because she saw the passion the desire the why what he could fill the gap and 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 so she went ahead and it was it's great when i heard that i was like wow that's that's definite life partner that's amazing that's beautiful because she gave you the idea and see he's the left he, he moved into a complete left right mode he, he talks about that i forget in which one of the books that i have that i'll read she's his right mode if you will so in this case took the heart the feelings the emotion to value importance and gave him a support to launch and to stay and stick through it and know that you'll be successful or anyways at least you'll try and here's where let's look at Sadhguru's quote everyone is a seeker some quickly compromise some persist and in this case if i use this tidbit of Daniel Siegel's story that he shares about when he wanted to drop out because of being disappointed in his field and his life partner saying, no, no, how about you contribute and therefore you make a difference in the field since you see this, this need, he was ready to leave. That wasn't even a compromise. It's just like, I'm going to give up because the institution doesn't support actually helping people the way that we are supposed to. The reason why I came into the field and he persisted. And today he still persists. And what's even more beautiful is the way he respects his colleagues that don't believe in stuff he's said. Even when he presents one of his first presentations, someone told him, like, what is this bullshit that you're putting relationships with the mind? Like they actually addressed him in a format in a, in a form that those who don't persist, they would not, they would have taken that. So a person who is doing what they're doing not because they're a seeker full on and to the end of it, but they're doing it to get a thumbs up. So you can see that very easily because that's a shame cycle right there. The minute a colleague would tell someone that's presenting something and they have a shame cycle, they will be vulnerable to that action and they would have a lot of either stress emotional turmoil they might drop it out who knows there's all these areas that could take place in an individual who doesn't have self-confidence because they're not a seeker in their material in their subject matter so self-confidence in this case the self not there's no identity the person their name have confidence in what they're pursuing from their own pure heart again the life partner is definitely very beautiful because she encouraged when in a moment of despair of upset of sadness of defeat it was i don't think it's ever going to change she supported what he believed in and she even found a way to share constructively speaking that now let's bring into the mix so a person who would be sensitive would be a person who would either quit or they'd be blaming shaming guilting they'd be talking bad about that person they'd be in a, a place of talking bad about their colleagues and in fact this is where we see the rigid educators talking bad about their colleagues there's one person that comes to mind where they've considered all that they're doing because they disagree with emotions mattering they disagree with compassion 
they disagree in all of this they don't even recognize themselves the areas that are not yet whole so they have an armor as their definite nervous system like just everything and this there's a couple of them and they've created and so do others this is where those groups that want to continue presenting the identity they're not their self they are an identity built to prove i'm right and that's the blinder of the adaptive child which is why there's a leading with the left brain alone so everything they break down into pieces there's no emotions involved meaning they think already with their charge state that they are right and they're presenting their timeline very specifically in fact they will be so rigid in the way they present that even their format is like a it's a book i mean you can pick it apart if you wanted to and 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 actually interject with other stuff by the way they they miss a lot of points because they're not seeing what they're doing <clears throat> but long story short a person that uh, would be not empowered and not a seeker essentially so they will compromise they will go rigid they will just think that they know they separate and criticize their colleagues they separate and criticize all new information they don't embrace everything that's the biggest difference right now as you'll note a 5d educator embraces a lot of different subject matters they're soft they don't come at you rigid and they will integrate and they will respect their colleagues because respecting individuals is actually 5d that's the oneness consciousness person flexible adaptive coherent energized stable brain integrated brain they're using their full fledged physiological brain and their body is restorative they know what it's like to be an angry buddhist or a calm buddhist at that and they don't pick one subject matter and they don't go and discriminate subject matters and they're not insulting spiritual or spirituality or their colleagues so when you meet 5d educators they're integrating and respecting because that's the actual grown-up version of every person if they move into what is true self-empowerment and true enlightenment not necessarily soul age group but a brain that's like ah look at all these lovely pieces of information the ones who think your brains can fall out they're being told these very words by those who are not educators in the 5d spectrum they are those who are an identity of their education and so they can only see from their modality they don't see all and in fact this is the only reason anyone would think of a brain falling out i do understand what it means but when i think of a brain falling out i think of people who for example our lovely 4d community when i have people who talk to me about mysticism holistic naturopathy and anything with related reiki uh, reconnective healing all that which is in the middle they talk to me about it or even just spirituality so only yogic sciences but they will talk about yoga in its ancient form and everything that's ancient so all the people who are there it can include the people who are from the middle ages in there the 3d and so those individuals when they're talking and they're disregarding for example patrick mcnamara with his neuroscience on uh, the religious self and the brain and when he explains what happens and what the studies have shown with demonic possession and how there's something in the brain so he shows what takes place and why it's important for people not to 
sit through their nightmares. But he also shares why those people who are able to move out of those nightmares become shamans and why they are considered to be uh, supernatural, if you will. It's because they got to succeed in the battle and win and yada, yada, yada. So here's where his contribution supports me, for example, to support my 5D community to know, okay, go watch this video, for example. Uh, once I've read the book, I'll share more, but do know just a very specific tidbit of information. The REM, when we're in REM sleep or during REM, the trauma memory starts trying to restore itself to normal memory. And so what's normal memory, it's in our hippocampus, if I remember correctly, it has a timestamp. Now, I have plenty of dreams. I consistently do. I astral travel. I have my oversoul that I am consistently connected to and then the collective. And so throughout my years, it's been since 2007, that I began having a closer relationship with the field of consciousness. And that's where I knew that Lightworker's journey would be shared. I just didn't really know how. And, and today I actually know how because of being able to help people with their personal development. My focus has always been inspiring the human potential of you to be yourself. And what I noticed was how people get triggered with the 5D energy, if you will, but it's, it's really, this is the part, Schumann resonance, astrological events, full moon, new moon. There are moments where specific aspects for this 5D transition took place in the past, and they're still taking place now. I know the timeline, the gist of it, and I know where we're at. But to move to the past again, as I was saying, what I realized for, for me, the experience was not, I'm an anointed one, I'm someone special, something's happening. I didn't disengage. I share to this day my dreams with the people that I know I can, and, and, and that's because I know they take me seriously. They don't disrespect me. The ones who find it uh, foolish or they actually manipulate it, I don't share because they don't want to hear it, you know, so it's okay. I get it, and they're the ones who would do well to learn from Patrick McNamara, probably, because he explains something that they don't even know, since dreams are not only your subconscious and conscious, uh, it's actually thanks to him, again, that we note when he, through the studies that they've been conducting, look at people, those who believe in something supernatural, as well as atheists who have had whether through natural REM sleep or through induced uh, trips, which is with the psychedelics. So this is another video that he's shared. And it's shown that both groups of people, they're not hallucinating. Their dreams are not dreams. They, they, this is real. They wake up, it's real. And so as somebody, again, who has those dreams, I remember explaining this to one of my friends, family friends. And I said, I have three types of dreams. I don't have any more the ones that are from my unconscious, subconscious. When I have them, I recognize them by their energetic imprint. I have this, my oversoul and people, and then the collective I can tap into from our plane of earth here. And then I have my astral travel where I'm in other dimensions because the energy is different. And it's still me though. And this is where there are those 11 dimensions. When you look at the um, elemental physics or particle physics, something like that. 
And here's where I was watching, or I want to watch this one video where they say you can't make these dimensions into reality. They can exist. In fact, they exist in mathematical equations. They exist for our theoretical physicists, but they don't come into, you know, you can't touch it like the table, which in fact, that's the exact point I'm trying to make. When I began my dimension travel, I didn't get lost. I didn't know yet about, uh, for example, how our trauma memory restores itself. And in this case, it's not trauma memory for those of us who astral travel, but it is about maintaining your groundedness, which for a 5D body and a 5D person won't be hard to do because you know I'm waking up from my dream. It it's, feels real. I can feel it. I'm not destabilized. I'm not thinking. So here, my brain isn't falling out of my head where I'm like, oh, I'm living it. But I know it's real. I'm going to share it with my loved ones. And I know that even though it sounds like a story and it's hilarious, I still will share because it's actually a part of me. But it doesn't have to be proven true or not true. That's where the 4D instead, they actually move into this, uh, you know, your basically um, open mind to where the mind falls, quote unquote, off. I was trying to use an example that's more tangible for this mind thing because the, the way I hear it used is unfortunate. Educators, no educators should be talking about if you open up your mind too much, it will fall out. And when I say educator, I'm talking about subject matter experts. So when I see the people who are in the mental health field or in any field that is education saying stuff like that, I will listen to their information. They have good data but they are an adaptive child with a rigid mind that has just made me aware of them going cognitive dissonance, confirmation bias, and they have like a horse, these uh, blinders, and they don't even realize it. So I will immediately note that person not as a 5D educator, they're a 4D, 3D educator who is holding on to the embodiment of their identity, which involves only what they went in to do for the reason they went in to do it and they're not even aware that they're trying to prove their right and control the situation and if it doesn't get into control the way they want it then they're going to uh, twist that self stuff that goes on manipulate information use more words they they're a whole bunch of groups basically and the people who follow them they want to be like these people they agree they're an identity this is where those groups they merge Nightman, so Adrian, we don't merge with groups. We're individuals who say, here is a bunch of information. It's very beautiful. You're going to keep evolving as a person if you want to. You don't have to. Believe me, you can stay locked up in your commune all together and sing and do and profess and speak. And the world is going to keep moving forward because whether people like it or not, structure exists. And the groups with their thoughts and belief systems aren't what rule the structure. The societies are made from different types of personalities with different belief systems. We're already different countries, but the globe is still one, so we share a space. And those who think that you have to suffer are the very same ones that are in human suffering. They're still in a shame cycle. They don't realize their rigidity, and they don't understand how to wield their emotions yet because they're not even bothering to do that when they're in their mind thinking about a hero and a villain and or using information to prove themselves right, the minute that they'd be aware of, why am I trying to prove that I'm right? What's this feeling that is so 
it's so hard right now my body it is not normal with information it's only information i don't need to be feeling in this way about it if my body's feeling so unhappy right now i'm doing a disservice to myself while i'm learning why am i telling this story it's like a shit show right now so there's ways that people can notice with compassion or even not compassion but their actual objective mind why are my emotions so rigid right now i'm in my brain and there's no need for this there's no need for me to learn information this way getting out of the adaptive child is easy for the people who are actually inclined to want to be expanded consciousness versions of themselves which means i'm using a thinking cap here and my body matters too and if i'm thinking and i can't have fun with my thoughts then this is not something that i have to do but i'm not going to go numb either so that's where again some people they they just say oh i'm going to stop thinking so long story short i segue into other things but i want to move back into what i was getting to with our topic the 5d educators are amazing and the 4d 3d educators they serve a purpose the same thing goes for the 4d mystics they serve a purpose same thing goes for anybody who only sticks to uh, yogic sciences for example and those groups of people don't represent anything except for an identity that we will clearly note and see because they will make it very clear to us how they want to live what is right what is wrong and their proof in a very linear format and the people who instead are seekers who persevere because they don't just say you know what let me give up because people don't get it so some people have life partners or a support system that cheers them on and gives them ideas and and keeps on giving them ways to continue on their journey others continue because we know we can succeed to support why because we have a voice and we share and because we have the knowledge that it's together that we co-create and this is the beautiful creator space for example and the 5d creator space is awesome so we are educators in a little bit of a different format but in a similar format the difference is we're not in those institutions but we try to move towards getting collaborative efforts so recently i told you about an idea i think to my lovely community i already began tapping into the little bit of the network i have had a quote-unquote negative response so far but it's not a negative response it's a typical response and so we will see how it moves forward but the part about continuing to persevere is is a for sure thing and i'll keep you posted the part about feeling supported is where if you know that you're bringing love and you're bringing something that can help you're not going to be discouraged while daniel siegel for example he focused and continued his journey within the institution and luckily again he had someone who said hey let me give you an idea and he has succeeded to bring into professionally speaking at least his modality of information and even for me having that mindset when i get done with the interpersonal neurobiology certificate is important as someone who supports people with personal development and integrating these aspects in addition to the holistic component so reiki tarot akashic record readings these are important to my loved ones and people who do seek to connect the dots 
in an expanding consciousness way plus it's actually beautiful for those people because they are independently wanting those types of consultation and or experiences and when i say independently i mean that they understand that we are a big ball of energy and so they move beyond this idea of a supernatural being something that takes over which leads me back to so patrick mcnamara's studies reveal not only that when demonic possession happens it's because of nightmare after nightmare after nightmare and something breaking in this fear center or something like that so that's why it's important to know about good somatic sensory motor therapy it's important to know not to go only to a group of spiritual people that don't embrace also a good group of therapists you always want to keep in mind you're a person you have a mind and there are technologies and and good neuroscience and again trauma experts that can help you to understand your mind and how it works they don't believe only in giving you medicine the updated good ones will tell you it's not necessary the medicine we have to see and in fact here's where daniel siegel says the medicine helps people because the rigid mind is not positive to have that like there's equations that i i believe are it's like putting your body under stress so he says what's more important is having a a professional who knows of mindfulness who knows of mindsight who knows of the importance of yoga who knows of these alternative aspects that support a person's somatic narrative and moving into a restorative embodied self and an integrated mind so we want the educators who are flexible the professionals who are flexible not the ones who say no emotions that's stupid what are you talking about compassion or the ones who say your brain's going to fall out, or the ones who say you have to suffer. No, you don't have to suffer. People have written books that are psychologists about this having to suffer. Now, for now, we still have people who believe that, for example, when Stephen Porges wanted to write his book with his wife about how love is only when a human being is able to be in their ventral vagal nervous system state, because that's when your body is safe, the oxytocin gene hormones turned on, you're in a full state of compassion, you are able to sit in stillness forever and ever and ever and ever because you know that you are unconsciously loved. Your body knows this. It feels safe to be there and still, which turns off the older parasympathetic nervous system branch of the flight, fight, freeze, the reptilian one. And here's where a restorative embodied self is always in their ventral vagal. We don't do the reptilian. If someone's in their biological rudeness, let's say, and they're yelling at me, I'm not in my fight flight. I'm in my ventral vagal. That's a 5D person. So in fact, the first thought is, I hope you feel better. Uh, what's the deal here? And can we talk, for example, and not, oh, you're an asshole. Let me you know, point a finger and if we even have any aspects, my, my one friend comes to mind, the one I didn't talk to for five years, that anytime I hear his name, I'd get very angry, as my friends like to remind me. And I remember the why, and it was all about how dare my friend behave in this way when I tried to help them, they lied to me, then they continued to put me to the side without just saying we're not going to see each other for a while because I'm busy you know having sex with my girlfriend that I just decided to get with a girlfriend after needing 
there's a whole story here. My lovely regular listeners know this, but the point is I tried to help my friend. My friend lied. Then they basically uh, didn't want to hang out, but they didn't just come out and say it. They kept on uh, creating excuses, quote-unquote, just being, um, what's the word? It's basically when someone doesn't just tell you how it is. And, and a person who is a friend doesn't do the in and out, just tell me how it is, especially since that should be easy. What we don't know, the people who are mature adults, is that there are people who know. They don't know how to do this. And here's why in those five years, whenever people would say, you know, if you get angry, it means that it means something. And I'm like, no shit. Of course it means something. This is my friend we're talking about and this is how they treated this situation and this and this and this of course I'm pissed if I didn't care it wouldn't be a friend would it you know and the funny note is that one of my moments was funny my girlfriend which was his girlfriend at the time when I didn't accept the friend request they sent me I didn't deny it I just didn't accept it I left it there they could write me I have never blocked anyone I find it ridiculous I actually, excuse me, the only people that I blocked, it's not because I wanted to block them, is that one individual didn't care about their behavior, brought forth a whole bunch of things that I knew could have happened. So in that case, that group of people, they're blocked because of being in a unfortunate situation that never got fixed because the person's a full-blown narcissist who needs to go to good therapy with the entire group of them. But that's not what happened. Definitely that soul age group and those soul age groups are in a middle ages uh, for every single one of the things that took place and all of it. But again, no judgment intended. In fact, this is why I am pretty certain that that's how it's going to stay. I know I won't be engaging with uh, them because of the different mindset. And that's where I'm a polyamory person. They're from the Middle Ages. It's kind of like the Scarlet Letter. So you know what I mean? It's, kinda, it's like that comedian. who Basically, I don't know what her actual views are on polyamory, but she's like, why don't you just go and say you want to be a whore or slut? And I'm like, okay, you obviously didn't read Polysecure or know anything about what polyamory is. Cause, and FYI, those words, actually, it's a role. It's a job. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm thinking, again, you're a woman who definitely definitely must still be living in the middle ages I don't know and she's pretty old I mean I'm 43 so she's not like you know 20 or something like that where you can understand that there's a different idea and thank goodness for a younger generation they don't have the middle age people mentality they already have the mature educators this is why some people think that the world is going to hell because they keep on equating different lifestyle, different modalities, different approaches to relationships. They're comparing the past to the present and they don't recognize that we don't live in whatever year that is and that this type of choice is not your business to like or not like. The part about physical health, here's where those equations and anything mental health back to the topic also of that are tended to and taken care of by our structure who is working with actual good educators, not the ones who have an agenda and are trying to prove their points. They are not doing what they do for the whole. They are doing what they do with an agenda. And luckily, again, the structure is made of people 
who can talk, not yell, and not insult each other. The minute you begin insulting your own colleagues, your own subject matter people, is the minute you're out. You're not going to be a part of the system. You're not playing nice. You don't know how to play nice because you're insulting people's ideas and you're insulting their work, by the way. This is the part where any person who is inclined to be 5D, you will become aware if someone's insulting. There's a difference between me expressing my opinion and not noticing. So sometimes we can all not notice. I know I've done it where we are interjecting with words that are emotional and so that it leans to where people can understand a preference or not. And this is why we learn how to use our words and we learn how to use our temperature and we try to engage in what is just authentic, transparent, and constant communication. It's not always going to be perfect, but the part that differs from a person who is a functional adult and flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable in their brain is they will continue to maintain a sense of calm to try and address the situations that are being brought forth by another. They will not use mannerisms that mean I'm better than you, I'm smarter than you. They will not use words that are inclined to state I'm better than you, I'm smarter than you. They will not insult the categories of subjects, of people. They will be respectful. And so it's very, very clear to a person who has this level of awareness when we meet those who don't have this awareness. And immediately it's a person who has a limited state of consciousness because they're not aware of what they've just said. If they are aware, they will address it. So whenever I become aware, I try to address it. Whenever I'm pointed it out, I try to address it, which is why when people who are not trusting about individuals present to me equations of your manipulating words, I say, no, I'm trying to explain myself, but I get, yes, we can use the word manipulation if you want. I'm not with the intent of manipulating, if that's what you're implying. I am trying to speak in a way that can make sense, but this is manipulation. The minute people keep moving there, they don't like what you're saying. They don't want to accept that you're trying to express a concept that's a person moving into a rigid mind. That's their adaptive child. Not my job to handle what you think is true or not true, which is where there's the misattunement and there can be the let's agree at this point to disagree. There is no reason for us to move forward in this conversation for there is no middle ground. You're presenting to me a stonewalled approach. I am not going to try and climb it. I have no intention to. Furthermore, this is why... <laughs> There's no way you can climb it anyways because the minute a person wants to tell me the manipulation of the language is the minute that they are already in a sphere that is invisible. It's he said, she said, he said, whatever, that, that kind of thing. It's the you versus I and that's it. That's an adaptive child who's not trying to repair. They're not trying to talk to you. They're not trying to hear you. They have decided that they are right and you are wrong. And that's what they care about, which is not good or bad for an enlightenment soul age person. Here's why we will not climb a wall. We won't even knock on your wall. We will see your wall a mile away. We will try to say, hey, you know, I got it. We're coming at this from completely different opposing ends. We will not be agreeing on this point. I know this for a fact. I will not be agreeing with you because I already know where I stand. I'm telling it to you right now. So what do we want to, how do we want to do this? 
And the only time I've ever had where I got to move forward, and this is great because this is a very beautifully established friendship, is the fact that the person kept allowing communication to happen. I kept allowing myself to stay calm when I realized, okay, there's misunderstandings. And in time, because we had more than one conversation, lo and behold, we're able to communicate. That's all it took. But what it took was a person actually wanting to build a friendship, if you will. That's the only reason. And furthermore, because of there being the ability for their mind that is intellectually interested and intrigued to see that there is an intellectual mind on the other end. And there is that. And this is that lovely divine masculine friend of mine. So the part about coming at things differently to me is understandable because of the way that... uh, energy works and flows and we'll leave it at that but the ones who don't want to work with that they will sit and stand and instead of allowing conversation to happen they won't they stonewall i think is the right expression and here's where we'll present the actual data once again very clearly and that's it because we don't do walls we do conversation if you're going to do a wall keep your wall up this is, it's, it's going to keep the people in their own castle. So when you have rigid minds, that's what they do. They have rigid minds. It's not going to be good or bad for the structure. The structure can't stay rigid. It's actually something that moves in time with where and what we need, which is why people in 4D, 3D, they don't understand what flow is. If they did, they wouldn't be uh, yelling and arguing and being worried. But Again, they have their educators who support the adaptive child modality, and so they they teach with that style, and they are using the words manipulation. Whenever you see someone who is uh, categorical, you have found an adaptive child. Functional adults are nuanced, forgiving. They learn new skills, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brains move beyond. So the part about brains falling out doesn't happen unless a person's completely uh, disconnected from being a member of society. So contributing to their household, contributing to the, this, the schools, institutions, okay, like doing actual handy jobs, stuff like that. The part about those who support each other, it's always awesome when you find that group. And for the people who are seekers at heart, we always move forward because we know that the transformation is in its mo- it's in motion and uh, that's where the 5D mystics are. So we're not fighting the subject matters. We're bringing them all together and, and basically leveling out the plane because of my experiences with astral travel and dreams. So let me share the one story. When I was telling my family friend about this different types of dreams, they said, oh no, it's just your subconscious and something like that. I've also been accused of other things when it comes to my dreams. And so this is the part where I already knew that the interpretation of it being simply one subconscious is the standard uh, modality. So like I said, thank goodness for Patrick McNamara, because as he pointed out, these types of supernatural dreams, when you look at them with the machines, they're not hallucinations. The people who are in 4D spectrum who end up identifying with their role and they basically say, I'm anointed, I'm a channeler, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, and they only live those experiences. They move into their community 
and those are uh, all groups that if they maintain a moderated form they'll be fine if they don't they're probably going to get shut down if you will because this is where i think of this one source that i used to look at this lady she would call herself the goddess or the day i forget but her and her partner i think it was they were both talking about themselves as basically divine okay I, I don't remember the specifics what i remember is the story they had moved to hawaii they got called a cult which i was like oh gosh that's exaggerating but basically <clears throat> if we want to look at what the definition yeah they 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 closed themselves off the entire group along with them the ones who kept following them and maybe they're still existing they found their commune pretty straightforward the ones who left, they grew out of it and are saying, okay, this is not cool. And they're speaking about the areas where there's fanaticism and exaggeration. And um, this makes me think of another story. When I was told by one of the people that I know who's learning about unresolved trauma and somatics and their coach, and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm with this group. And this person channels Jesus, or I forget who it was that she was saying that they channel, and I was like, okay, you know, and they were with another person who basically also um, channels and, and scribes, and I do all these things, by the way, so I know of them, but I was concerned with how they were leading the conversation, and with what my friend was telling me and colleague, and the reality, though, is when I said something just to open up more dialogue, they said, well, you, you know, you have people in your life that you can talk to about your experiences. I don't have people like that. And this is not the only friend. There's other friends and colleagues that have said the same thing. So whenever they've pointed out this, it's usually because they are feeling that they're not a person, that they can't talk about their experiences. They're feeling shamed. They're not acknowledging that that feeling is their own and that it's not about an us versus them, okay? And here's why those individuals, they in fact only move into these types of groups. They end up, if they awaken, meaning become their adult version at some point, which I'm always hoping, which is where the therapists I work with, some of them have saved or gotten people that get out of these cults. They get out of these extreme groups. Those are all the 4D individuals. Again, it's, it's not a good or bad thing. I can understand how they end up in there because I have people who continue to justify to me why they're in certain groups. Those same people, they haven't gone overboard in any way, shape, or form <clears throat> because they're not exiled somewhere. They have work and practices, but they believe the same things they believed way back when this whole 5D stuff began they only follow a certain type of information and they don't integrate all of it. <clears throat> so here's where for the people who move into a 5DC, from a mystic's perspective right now, the people who are here, they're not part of an us versus them group. We're people and we understand that education is important and valuable and that all subject matters come together. Yoga is a portfolio of exercises for your ventral vagal nervous system to be put into place for you to learn mindfulness. Mindfulness means you learning how to navigate your neocortex. It means you learning how to pause that default mode network that 
is the oats, the others in the self. And so you, you start learning how to posit and be your own observer, witness, narrator. You do this on your own or with a good therapist or good coach, consultant. If you need a guide, there's all of these different ways. A good coach, consultant, guide will always talk to you about also the mental health professionals. They will not exclude it. They won't be like, oh no, only do shamanism because that replaces therapy. They will not state something like that. Oh, do only tarot. It will, no, only nothing. This is one tool that can support you on your journey. Let's keep in mind the effective also group of people that know and have machines and they're medical, they're medically licensed and they know a lot more about the body in certain ways. Let's work with all. So this is where body workers, they're very important. And every single one of the subject matters, spirituality, spiritual, human, all comes together. Anyone who's saying only and or is identified. So one of these courses that I'm going to do, it's not a course, it's a seminar or a webinar or something like that, but I'm sure they're going to sell the course, which I don't know, depends on the actual amount. But in the meantime, I'm curious to see what this person has to say about what I saw. And this is very clear to me which groups we have. So again, person who only embraces information from one type of educator is excluding the rest. The ones who are 5DC, we don't exclude, we include all. We got yoga with, I have Sadhguru for my yogic science stuff, spirituality, it's all him, inner engineering, I took his course, Shambhavi Kriya, Yoga of Grace, Grace of Yoga, amazing, amazing, all of what he offers, and I might join his leadership program if it's made remote. I reached out, he has a form for that, if anybody's interested, I think you can go to his YouTube channel and see that one, but I definitely would love to participate if I can. Then we got the middle people, the holistic practitioners, the metaphysics, esotericism, again, the ones who embrace spirituality, they know the difference with yogic sciences, and holistic they also know the difference between the practice of our human science people and so they embrace that too it all comes together the official good trauma experts the official good somatic sensory motor therapy they're the ones who talk about their colleagues with respect they're not isolating their own educational way and saying ah we're going to go and be the best and we know what's what and they don't know okay so this is where I want to take a step back, we're closing out. It's with respect, with joy, with curiosity. Your brain doesn't fall out when you're learning. It falls out if you're no longer contributing to your household, if you're no longer part of the society that exists, if you are believing in, I only want to be with my group, and it's not even about you having to sit and stay within the people, walk with the people, no. If you feel safe, only with that group that's your choice being aware of it creates the consciousness of it being aware i have a group i have a preference this is why but it is not my right to say to someone oh your brains falled out or however fallen out and not because it's a right because you actually don't know everything it's common sense is what it's called. And you don't have experiences that other people call. When that person told me about the dream, oh, it's only your unconscious or something like that. And then moving fast forward, they wrote a book about dreams and they have a whole website about dreams. It's called hypocrisy is what it's called, one. Two, 
this is what the adult will never do is let me come and remind you of the things you spoke to me no we're not going to do that because the way that their experience brought them to look at dreams differently was due to a loss and so we're not going to be somebody who's going to try and prove we're right again that's the adaptive child they don't do repair they don't do relationships they do what a shame cycle does shame blame fault revenge and it's the two-year-old who doesn't feel unconsciously loved and okay with being imperfect and flawed and so long story short the ego's in town it's not a big deal but the people who respect each other that's because we are understanding of what a heart is and we know that we're all imperfect and it's okay we all learn new things to each other thanks to being a lovely beautiful rainbow and so we support to expand humanity's consciousness i look forward to seeing you again tomorrow have a great day